0: I'm gonna throw a two, one, and I'm gonna- Hello, ladies, gentlemen. Another oh, fucking beautiful Thursday for you. Let's get that posture up, like every week. Grab yourself a refreshment. And how about you think about the good things you got going on in your life instead of the negative shit, huh? What do you say?
1: I tell you almost every night.
0: JX has got his new leather jacket from the that he found thrifted. Twenty dollars. $20 fucking dollars, baby. Uh, today we got a beautiful show planned for you today, ladies and gentlemen, so let's just loosen up those backs, take a big nasal breath, and let's fucking get to it. Let's get fucking to it. Thank you, Gloria Tells. You're the only one for me, so people can quit asking what song that is. You're the only one for me, Gloria Tells. Okay, this episode is sponsored again by Optimal Carnivore guys optimal carnivore on Amazon uh it's an organic this is this one I've been doing I've been doing the brain nourish and it enhances your mood your memory and your focus and the two ingredients in it are New Zealand grass-fed brain and then lion's mane 1500 milligrams of both straight to the fucking guzzler um but they have a ton of different supplements uh the link will be in the bio code is redhawk10 but like I said, this is some quality shit. All their shit's quality shit. Grass-fed organ complex. Imagine the 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 ultimate multivitamin. Encapsulated the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet in a unique blend of nine different beef organs, organ meat eaten ba 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 There's just so much stuff about the uh the optimal carnivore. A very good supplement that I do not mind getting behind cuz I know it's quality shit and it'll improve our health so code redhawk10 and the link is in the bio thank you very much also I put out a new vlog on Patreon yesterday um, of the training day kind of kind of what we're focusing on really for Sean where we're really areas we're focusing on that I know we're probably going to be in against Al and uh Henry um so that vlogs on Patreon along with a bunch of other shit all the time on Patreon okay so if you want to support the show check it out and like and sp- subscribe if you haven't we're gonna do weekly shows jx quit fucking laughing bud uh yeah i woke up this morning and dylan dan has randomly put me on his fucking story saying you better keep my your mouth out of my or your I name out of that. my mouth
1: i think cause he saw you tweet lol on twitter
0: oh yeah yeah that 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 had to have been why just because i did the laughy face at him hitting mitts because i'm like yeah. dude is that you actually hitting mitts for real because you look like fucking slow turd
1: <laughs> he looks like me
0: Got it with dylan it's like dude he that kid's impressive how popular he's been able to stay doing nothing
1: i know i think just because he was conor mcgregor's friend. yeah that had i to wonder help. if they even aren't hanging out anymore though no doesn't it, it doesn't like seem
0: it. like it at all but he just fucking runs his little lips it's like dylan oh my god that would just be a magical magical fight to be able to come back to hell fight. yeah i mean get excited for her. but I'll, but dylan i'll i want to i'll beat you in the gee bud I'll beat you in the Nogi, I'll beat you in wrestling, I'll beat you in boxing, and sure as fuck I'll beat you in MMA. Cause you watch some of his MMA fights and you can tell how scared he was. He goes in there and starts fucking pulling guard and rolling to his back cause he's just nervous going to what he likes. But the the odds of that happening are one in a million, but wouldn't that be sweet? It's like, okay, okay, now it's a, you better keep my name in mouth. what are you gonna do? You gonna fucking see me in public and do something? No, you ain't gonna do shit, <laughs> bud okay Maybe so like MMA match super fight <clears throat> there's not a chance Jay not <laughs> a fucking chance okay uh, then Elon released all these Twitter files that's really causing a fucking fuss it's really causing a fuss because he released these Twitter files saying that um the Biden administration was hide, paid people to hide shit paid Twitter to hide shit all these Twitter files came out um and then Elon posted comment yes if I should step down no if I should keep going and I think the majority of the votes were yes which sucks because now what's gonna happen I mean I feel like we need someone like fucking Elon who's taking those taking those risks but I don't know what do you think man I wish I knew more about politics I wish I fucking. I don't do. know shit. <laughs> okay Jx sends me a little something on Twitter here father killed his daughter's boyfriend 19 by stuffing him into the trunk of a car and repeatedly stabbing him after discovering he'd sold her to a sex trafficking ring body was found after a year jesus what would you do so the boyfriend so he yeah yeah so the boyfriend sold his daughter to a sex trafficking ring the boyfriend sold his daughter to a sex trafficking sold the dad's daughter (laughs) holy like imagine your daughter was sold by whoever she was dating to a sex trafficking ring and then you just lost her never see her again yeah oh god that'd be dark hey liz Come pop in. a squat. How's it going? Daniel here too? No, it's just me. Just you? Yeah. Right on. Fuck yeah. Uh ladies and gentlemen, we got uh Elizabeth Clay here. She's right now, in my in my opinion, and I guess according to the stats, the number one grappler in the world. She won um the absolute division at the IBGF Worlds for the, those who don't know absolutes the open weight so it's all the black belts in the open weight class and then she won her division also so that was pretty fucking epic <laughs> um eliz has been coming to do some competition training here she trains with uh Quixinho, osvaldo Quixino, who's a multiple time world champion and now her, her brother's training some mma here and he does some competition training here also and even david had a huge bracket yeah. her brother david who's a big kid I think he was competing at me- medium heavyweight mm-hmm. and he had over 40 people in his bracket and had fucking awesome tournament. So, for both you guys, I bet your mom's just like,
1: whoa. Yeah, she's super uh, excited, especially with the open weight. Um, my opponent, you know, we fought since juvenile and has always gone like back and forth. And I don't even think she realized she's like, the last time you guys fought um, before this year was at purple. And I was like, yeah. And that one went my way. And this year, like, for the most part, just kind of had a, People that didn't know, like I, I kind of had a rough uh, season just in general, even though like I was winning some stuff for me personally, like it it wasn't, mm-hmm. um, but super excited for David because he's been training just as long as I have. He's been training like, it's probably like 10 and a half years now. And he kind of always like, would just kind of fall short in competition and just kind of putting things together. It it finally, like even the last couple months, like I told him, cause no pants he did that, didn't go his way. And I told him, I was like, I can see stuff's starting to get put together because you're passing my guard sometimes. And, like, you don't pass my guard. Like, a lot uh-huh. of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, like I can feel it. This is, this is going to be good for you. You're finally starting to put stuff together. And I, th- I think even more so, like, it was such a big deal for him to finally go out and and see that, that him go. And, you know, he's a Purple Belt Nogi World Champion now. And it, it's great to see that. And he's finally, like... Putting stuff together,
0: yeah, and he's 18 years old too. And usually, like, maybe Purple Belt. I mean, the kids are a little older, maybe, but David's just such a fucking scrappy kid. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you having that that tournament that's fucking crazy. How old are you?
1: Uh, 22.
0: 22, and you did that, yeah, god damn. I bet that feels good.
1: It, It feels great. Um, you know. Finally putting it together and then having the the double gold because last year I won my division at Nogi World, but I got silver in the absolute, which I think a lot of people, um, well, I'm not tiny. uh, Middleweight's definitely on the smaller side to be doing absolute. And I'd even have people be like, why do you even do the absolute anymore? Like, you should just focus on your weight. And it's like, no, like, I've always done the absolute. Um, This year I kind of experimented with just doing weight. And I was like, "Mm, no, we're going to stick with doing the absolute too. So going and like finally doing this, Getting the double gold there felt great. Um, now it's just trying to turn it around and do the same thing in the gi.
0: So, you, uh, so you're so you 22 now, and you started jiu-jitsu at what age?
1: I was 12. Like, I just turned 12.
0: Just turned 12. And then at, when you just turned 12 and started jiu-jitsu, how many days a week would you train?
1: Uh, so I trained five days a week, but my mom would only take me in four days a week. And if anybody knows me, you kind of know how how my personality is. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> take a lot of days off. And she's like, no, four days a week is plenty. And my, I have older siblings, so I'm, I'm the middle child, and I have seven siblings. So I, they were going seven? to college.
0: Yeah. Holy smokes.
1: Yeah, and people don't realize that a lot of people think I'm the oldest. Um, I'm, I'm not. I got kind of the responsibilities of being the oldest just because of how the, the age gap falls. But I'm, I'm the middle child. Uh, and
0: you have older sisters or brothers?
1: I have three older brothers and an older sister. Dang Yeah So they were going to college And they would go at like Seven in the morning mm-hmm. And luckily I was homeschooled So I would literally like Wake up at seven in the morning To go with them to college And like do my school So that I could train uh, Later in the days And it was always on Funny enough I remember That it was on Tuesdays <laughs> Tuesdays was the day that Like I had to get up super early To be able to go train
0: At what point were you like Okay I'm gonna make jujitsu my life At, at what age do you think?
1: Uh, probably within six months of training
0: You're just like I love this shit
1: it's my personality. I've never wanted to do something and like be mediocre at it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't necessarily like decide like I'm going to be the best at it, but you can put your whole effort into it. And that was kind of my thing that I was like, if I'm going to do something in anything, not just sports, but anything like my goal is to be the best. It's not to sit there and just like, oh, I'm going to go have fun. I, For me, even as a, a young kid, I was like, it's a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason I, I quit gymnastics was because I wasn't getting enough hours in. And I was like, this is literally just while I enjoy it, like it's a waste of my time because I'm not going to go anywhere with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, just that age, especially for a girl. I mean, I mean, training for a girl is tough because you always got to roll with these physical, Mm -hmm. fucking, huge, sneaky guys. But still, just showing up every day, accepting those guys are going to beat you up, and then now, I now I see you in the comp training. You're tapping out, fucking, really good people. (laughs) Like you're smoking these guys, and I love seeing that because they're like, fuck, they're getting pissed off. (laughs) They they don't show it, but then I can see see it 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 in them. Yeah, but that's pretty badass that you kept with it from so that from that age, you started training. So then when did you kind of start training twice a day?
1: Um, I was probably, so the gym that I first started training at, like they didn't offer um, a ton of training. So I would, I had a key to the gym and I would go in and I would do like cardio and that type of stuff. And I think probably when I was around like 15 or so, they added in um, a morning, uh, like an afternoon class. And when they did that, I started training twice a day. So probably from like 15 on. And for a really long time there, I was training twice a day, seven days a week. And I like for probably like three or four years and from like 16 to honestly till i moved down to california so like 16 to 19 almost 20 Mm -hmm. and well like i progressed a lot during that i trashed my body because i didn't take days off my idea of a day off was i was like oh i only do judo this day and like judo's hard on your body
0: yeah well and you like you and david are both pretty flexible do you Mm -hmm. work on that flexibility or is that kind of natural
1: um a lot of my flexibility i think can't, comes like genetically but also just from years of doing gymnastics um i'm people always ask they're like what do you do for flexibility i don't stretch um i notice a difference like if i go do specifically hot flow yoga like i notice a difference in my flexibility um but i just don't
0: yeah i mean that's like i mean especially the hot yoga that's like a practice in it fucking self yeah what uh a- what do you think the hardest thing about being a girl and training jujitsu is? Because my girlfriend, we've been dating a long time, and she just never wanted to do it. She's just such a girly girl, never wanted to do it. As soon as I started teaching my own program, she she got in the gi and started training a bit. But like, what do you think it makes it hard for girls that they got to overcome when it comes to training?
1: I think one of the biggest problems, especially now that we have, is it's very normal to like make it different. You're like, well, you're a girl, so it's different. And I think because of that you start feeling different. You start almost isolating yourself. When you have that mindset, I feel like you made it harder on yourself because you're making yourself different. For the most part, if you go in and, and and train, the only I think the biggest problem you'll run into is maybe the guys go either too light on you or too hard. But the thing is once you've established that you can handle the training and that type of thing, it goes away. At least for the most part, you know, you might have a couple new guys come in, whatever, not a big deal. But with your daily training, you don't run into those problems anymore. So I, I think one of the biggest problems is the fact that we're like, well, you're a girl, so it's different. It's so hard in training. The training's the same. Mm-hmm. It, it's literally, okay, you might have one guy that's like, oh, I don't train with girls. Okay, so that's like one in what, 100? Yeah. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you handle it the same way you handle with anyone else, it. the only thing difference, okay, Maybe you have a question about, well, when I'm on my period, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that, like, that's different. Okay, certain sports bras about what you wear. Stuff like that's different. But aside from that, like the training's the same whether you're a girl or a guy.
0: At, at many gyms, because you've been to a few gyms now, is there ever like, a drama with the girls?
1: Um,
0: I don't know they're, they're why. They definitely
1: can't. So I think it depends on, I've seen two sides of it. So you'll have the girls that come in and they're not coming in for training.
0: They're coming in for the dudes.
1: Yeah, and you you can tell. I think a lot of the guys are kind of like either they don't want to see it or they don't see it. I don't know which.
0: But then we're guys, so it's like, uh, yeah, you're battling with both sides.
1: Exactly, so you have that, and I think that's going to create drama. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you go to a place, and this isn't very common, I don't think anymore, but you'll have some gyms where like they're super sexist in the fact of how they speak about women. And really? I think that's an issue.
0: Like it, speak about them in what way?
1: In a what? not even with the, the training partners. Cause I've always been like one of the guys. So I've heard the talk that I don't think anyone else hears. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I'm like, dude, Damn. I'm literally <laughs> gonna like, that's not, and it's not even about the women that are training. It's about women in general. Oh yeah. Like how they're talking and I'm and growing up. Like I got brothers and I think because I started training at such a young age and I never held myself different. So like, I, they literally, I've always been like one of the guys is what they used to say. And I'd be like, the shit you hear, like, these are fucked. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I've literally told some of the guys that I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. Like, you can't say that shit. Yeah. And I don't care that like, okay, the other women in the gym aren't hearing that shit and they don't know that you think like that. But like, and yeah, well, I'm not saying it about them. I'm saying it about like these girls. So it doesn't fucking matter. Like mm.
0: in, in, have you had a professor that was just good at steering away from that drama or just like putting a squash to it right away?
1: I have, I think, but I think one of the biggest problems that you run into, and I've seen it, like, I think with almost every professor, is that you'll get them and they're like, well, I don't want to make people upset. You're going to, at some point, somebody's going to be upset, not necessarily with just this, because the thing is, like, every person wants something different. Not every person wants a, a, a competitive gym. Not every not everybody wants to train in that, but also not everybody wants super light training or more, more hobbyist type thing or super structured or or whatever. So I I think that the biggest thing is like, pick what you like and go with that. And like, not don't listen to feedback because there's like, there's a difference. You can listen to feedback from people. But I think that you kind of run into problems where they're like, well, I just want to make everybody happy. It doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is a, a skill too, making the program to like. Okay, hobbyists can come and train, have fun, but we're also going to have competitors exactly. too. Having that, having that middle ground, and I at my gym, I kind of want both. Like mm-hmm. the hobbyists can come in, come get in shape, and have fun, and still grow in jujitsu. And I want people to be able to be competitive also. Well, you
1: can also have different classes for it, which makes it a lot easier.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh yeah, how you like an AZ? I
1: like it. You know, it's it's closer to everything, and California is not my thing. How come? <sighs> it's super it's one it's super liberal but also where i was at was very like While yeah oh you're in california you're you're next to everything where i was at was super like isolating because it was so far away from everything mm-hmm. and i was like it's just not my not my thing i feel like i'm back up in alaska
0: <laughs> and alaska is no good or what
1: alaska is beautiful i loved growing up there but once you get like to be an adult especially when you're you know a competitive athlete um all of your opportunities are not in Alaska. So you end up missing out and a a lot of, you know how it is, like a lot of uh, super fights or tournaments or stuff can be really last minute. Mm -hmm. And especially the ones that are for more money. I don't know why it's like that, but a lot of times they're super last minute. And then the thing is like, people don't wanna pay flights. If you get a flight from Alaska last minute, it's like a a grand. If you do it ahead of time, you know, a couple hundred bucks, not a big deal. Um, but you, I just miss out on a ton of opportunities just because of that.
0: Yeah, same with Montana. I mean, I, I think people watch the the show Yellowstone and they're like,
1: "Oh, Montana's
0: <laughs> just this peaceful, just beautiful." It's like, well, it's negative forty on yeah. some days there. Negative forty. It's freezing. Negative thirty, and then yeah, if you're looking to do something at a, at a super high level in, in combat sports, especially, it's gonna be hard to do it in a mm-hmm. small fucking town.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's, it's very similar to Alaska, and it's people they're like oh the snow it's so nice like yeah it's so nice (laughs) for a week
0: yeah try shoveling it for 20 years every fucking
1: morning i was 10 years there and i'm like i'm okay go get up extra early go start the car while your coffee's getting being made come back down brush off all the snow oh great it snowed extra i can't even pull out i gotta go shovel the snow now oh i'm 30 minutes late now go like yeah classes get canceled because of it regularly because there's nothing you can do
0: yeah so uh what kind of now? Because you've accomplished so much. Like, is your goal to win the ADCC? What's kind of your goals now? You wanna you wanna win both weights in the gi?
1: Uh, both weights in the gi and then ADCC for sure. But it's kind of like I feel like when I was younger. I said that like I'm so old. Uh, but like you know, sixteen, seventeen. I was very. Um, it's like I had this like this crazy time limit to do all the stuff. Like I gotta go and accomplish everything as, as fast as I can, and not that i don't have a little bit of that but i don't have like the crazy i'm like eh, if it doesn't happen this time like it's gonna happen again i'm gonna go do it in the next year or for adcc like i have two years for it um i'm just gonna be working on it and it's not a big deal but i used to like put so much pressure on myself that i would get like anxiety over it to mm-hmm. go into it and i'd be like this is the only time no no it's not
0: yeah oh for sure i mean i think everyone does that too um Yeah, so ADCC, Mm -hmm. I saw, I I mean, I heard kind of Quixinho talking about you guys going to start improving your wrestling.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I used to do a ton of wrestling. And then after I I blew my knee out back right before um, that first ADCC that I qualified for back in 2017, I kind of like freaking quit doing wrestling. said
0: fuck wrestling.
1: Pretty much. Well, so I hurt my knee wrestling. And then I still went to training that night. And like, it was off, but it wasn't torn, I don't think, or it wasn't too bad. And then one of the guys literally ripped like an e-brake on me. Like when you grab and pull it up as hard as he could. ADCC was like three weeks later. And I was like, dude, I fucking hate you. (laughs) And then after like my knee swells up when I wrestle and stuff like that. So it's honestly been not even like my nerves, obviously, because I got hurt doing it. And then also just like my knee will literally swell up huge doing it. And
0: what kind of stuff do you like to do for your your recovery? I'm terrible Chill recovery. out. Just snacks and Netflix.
1: <laughs> Epsom salt baths. You? Really? I I actually really like Epsom salt baths. Mm. I think that the same thing I'll tell anybody. Like for recovery, if you want the best thing, ice baths are the best thing you can do. They're just fucking miserable.
0: Yeah, they're a, they're a bitch. And they don't, it's just like they don't get fucking easier either. They no. You get more familiar with the pain, but they don't get easier. They're hard mm-hmm. every single fucking time.
1: It, it sucks. But honestly, I think it's better than cryotherapy and any of that stuff because I've, I've done all of it. And so like,
0: how do you and Daniel do with your guys' diet?
1: Me and Danilo? Um, Well, he eats what I cook. So as far as that goes, it's pretty healthy. Are you a pretty good cook? If I want to be. <laughs> just it, frozen
0: burritos and toast?
1: Oh, no. Like It's actually like it if it's on diet like vegetables rice uh a protein whatever
0: do you put in the uh the what the what the hell is that thing
1: You're like a, a crock pot
0: a crock pot but what's the other pressure thing? cooker
1: yeah.
0: air, fry. air fryer Air fryer. i is have that, an air
1: fryer for the meat just and that thing cooks it up nice doesn't exactly, it? it cooks it up nice and it's fast mm-hmm. but yeah i basically we just eat super healthy for the most part but he loves coke like he's always drinking coke coca-cola he'll, yeah just he'll he'll it. he'll drink it before training he's like my weight's good <laughs> l- 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 literally like a week before noogie worlds he's sitting there like drinking a coke i was like <laughs> and what he's still a- jack yeah i was like that's not fair like i can't do that that type of stuff
0: dude i drink a coke and my love handles and tits just go <laughs> like one coke literally, literally yeah so you guys like to keep it clean do you guys go out much for eating
1: i hate spending money
0: do you yeah you like to nickel we, and dime a little bit
1: um you were polar opposites as far as that goes, which is funny because like both of us grew up without money pretty much but because our our spending habits are polar opposite
0: so you you like to not really spend a lot I like time. to have
1: money uh-huh. I don't like to spend my money
0: and Danilo just spends the, it all
1: he's there he's like why why don't like he shops more than I do <laughs> and he's like why don't he's like Oh, when's the last time you went shopping? I said, like, my birthday. He's like, yeah, but how much did you spend? I was like, like 60 bucks. Uh-huh. He's like, what is wrong with you? He's like, you go, you win these big competitions. Like you make some money and you're like, no, I don't want to buy anything. I had my headphones. One of my AirPods uh, were broken for over two years before I bought a new pair. And I was like, I don't want to buy a new pair of headphones. He's like, are you, are you kidding me right now?
0: So is this the first time you've lived with a boyfriend? Uh, yeah. And how's that go? You guys buckheads
1: um not really not anymore at first it was definitely like different because i am very stubborn
0: Uh, (laughs) stubborn when it comes to i like
1: i like things a certain way like i'm not ocd but it's like dude like put put it why why is the nutella sitting on the counter (laughs) can you put the nutella back in the in the cabinet and this is still like a fight like literally yesterday and he's like well i'm gonna use it he's using it tonight he's like no so put it away. I was like, there's Nutella there, there's farofa on there, there's your <laughs> tapioca, like, but the pantry's right there. Just put <laughs> and it then away. what's his
0: reply, usually.
1: He's like, but I'm gonna use it. I'm like, tomorrow. So either he'll put it away or I'll go put it away. I'm like, I'm just gonna put this away. It's not even it's not even worth arguing.
0: Yeah, it's just petty like, stuff. Like
1: it's easier just to go pick it up and put it away, but it's just like it's like really little things like that. Or when we first moved in, because this is our our second place together, because we had a place together over in California. And it was really small, so I was like, I want this here. And he's like, I want it here. And it's like this tiny little area. And I was like, well, we can't put it there and like, because it's going to melt this certain thing. And he's like, no, it won't. Like, I said, well, I don't want the air fryer next to the sink.
0: And then do you guys get into training go after each other a little harder?
1: Not because of that stuff, but like anybody that sees us train, like we train really hard it's together. competitive, yeah. Super. And- it's great, but like, don't get me wrong. We definitely get upset with each other sometimes.
0: Even and you bring it home sometimes.
1: Uh, sometimes, but usually after literally less than an hour, we're fine again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's funny. Uh,
1: but like, it's much better here than it was over in California. Because in California, we were basically training together like eight to ten rounds a day. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So, who would you say the girl, the girl goat, is like the greatest of all time females right now?
1: <sighs> that's hard because the thing is like. What accolades are are you pulling it off of, and also like weight class affects that too, mm-hmm. because the thing like you have Bia Mosquita, obviously, but the thing is, you also have Gabby Garcia who won a ton of things, but I I don't feel like you could compare the two because it's just different, and and then you all like Amy Campo just won ADCC, but I think she's also just getting started in her career, mm-hmm. and so it's like that's that's such a hard thing.
0: Did you watch the Bia versus Misha Tate? I didn't. Yeah, I mean i knew me i know how scrappy misha tate is scrappy wrestler but it's like you're going against someone like be a mosquito it's yeah. not gonna be close it's well, not gonna be fucking. especially close. when
1: it's a purely grappling match like if you were to go throw an mma like that's completely fucking different yeah but i'm i'm it's different anybody that does jiu-jitsu and then does mma like you you know there's a difference
0: yeah it's just a completely different game did you watch a uh, gordon versus nikki rod at all
1: I don't have UFC Fight Pass.
0: You don't. You can borrow no. my login. Okay,
1: perfect. <laughs> Danilo make fun of me for that too. He's like, "You're that kid." I was like, "Yeah." They're already paying for it. But I didn't <laughs> yeah. need to pay for my own.
0: Yeah. So, do you, what do you? So, do you guys do you and Danilo? Do you guys do any drugs like caffeine or weed or anything?
1: Uh, caffeine. That's it.
0: Never. Have you ever dabbled in the Mary J.
1: Edibles occasionally, but it's honestly, it's really. I don't smoke. I don't like that. Have um, you ever? No.
0: So how do you know you don't like it?
1: because i don't like the idea of smoke
0: what about the vapor (laughs) (laughs) i'm good (laughs) yeah that's cool that's cool that's cool but little edibles once in a while some low yeah if
1: if i'm having like hard time sleep stuff like that or my body's just like completely trashed Mm -hmm. um then i will but it's it's definitely not an often thing but like if i'm my body's trashed then i will because it just Helps. helps with that
0: what about danilo
1: um occasionally but he's he doesn't like it yeah, he'll not, do it if he's messed up
0: not a ton of Brazilians that I've met do the do the marijuana Mm-mm. much
1: well because it's such a over there it's like it's kind of like how marijuana was here like 20 30 years ago like the bad thoughts behind it and like what goes with it like it's still like that over it's, there it's still like that over there like it's the devil they literally if I talked to his mom about it she'd probably be like oh my god my son's turning into a drug addict like and it's not even like like that's normal that isn't just like oh his mom thinks that or whatever because i don't even know if she does but like in general that's like the thought over there is it's like it's like a super 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 bad thing
0: yeah yeah because i was trying to get italo to do a little smoke smoke with me she's like no. he's like no that's (laughs) the devil
1: Stay away from me yeah
0: it's funny um yeah so what so how much how much a week do you train in the gi and the no-gi every week? How how, mm-hmm. how do you split that up? How do you go about splitting that up?
1: Um, so it'll vary, obviously. like Before No-gi Worlds was different because during the gi classes, I was still training no-gi. Um, but usually Monday and Wednesday are both gi, like in the morning and at night. And then Tuesday, Thursday, it's gi in the morning, no-gi at night. And then Friday, if I come over here, it's no-gi in the mornings and then gi at night.
0: And do you think they complement each other?
1: I do. I think that it helps work different sides of it. Um, you know, it can be hard switching back and forth sometimes, though, um, especially if you if I'm doing, like, one way more than the other. Just, like, right after no-gi worlds, like, switching back into the gi. I was still training in the gi, but it's different. When you're training in the gi, but you're primarily training no-gi or vice versa, like, it's completely different when you really switch to, like, okay, I'm, like, training for competition now like Mm -hmm. my my game changes ever so slightly um and i'm not as lazy in the training which i kind of if i'm training mostly nogi like when i'm training in the gi i'm not training hard i'm just going there to get a sweat
0: yeah and just working i I think they really complement each other a lot i mean if if you're not getting your guard pass in the gi then people probably aren't going to pass your guard in the nogi um yeah it's it's hard to switch though i mean it's hard to it's impressive when people can be competitive and win in the gi and then be competitive and win in the no gi. it's fucking impressive because those really are two different sports too mm-hmm. they yeah. really are um so how long you been training with Quixino?
1: Quixino. um so i've been under aries since i was 16 and under him um primarily so i got my black belt from him and samir in 2020. But I moved here to Arizona in earlier this year. But even when I was over in California training, um, which was in twenty in twenty twenty, Cashinha was still the one that coached me like ninety percent of the time when I went to competitions.
0: Yeah, so he's man.
1: Yeah, Cashina's awesome.
0: Yeah, he's fucking awesome. So did you see these Elon Musk Twitter files that came out about all the the Biden stuff? Do you know much about politics?
1: I stay out of it for the most part.
0: I don't fucking know shit. I wish I I wish I did. <laughs> Just so I could comment on it a little bit here and there. But, uh, yeah, there's no UFCs for four weeks.
1: That's crazy. I mean, yeah, fuck.
0: Four weeks off. I mean, I don't think there's been that long off for a long time. Uh, Mm. What are you doing for the holidays? Just chilling out with the fam?
1: Pretty much, yeah. My family's coming over uh, to my apartment, so it'll be nice. Just kind of having Christmas over there
0: and how about david because i haven't really got to sit down with david and talk about like really what his goals are but it seems like he's starting to move over to mma a bit and he's wanting to
1: yeah he's hoping to get a fight um in the next month or two which mm-hmm. i told him <laughs> i was like i hope i'm out of the country when you fight i we, was like because i want to be there to support you but i don't want to see it he stresses me out enough in jujitsu. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> the fighting a whole fucking different yeah world well and
1: now. like I had someone there like, "Well, is it cuz like the blood bothers you?" I was like, "No, if anyone else is fighting, I couldn't give a shit less. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't I don't care, but it's like it's my brother, it's different."
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, he's he's wanting to still do uh jiu but he's trying to figure out how to balance both, which I think is I that's way more difficult than like what I do, which is just balancing gi and ogi. He's trying to balance literally MMA and in jujitsu and still competing and both and trying to do both
0: yeah for sure he, he's a young buck and he's a fucking scrappy kid yeah but, uh, so that's good
1: i'll figure it out
0: all right um what else what else you've been learning portuguese huh
1: yeah that shit's you, hard.
0: you guys watch what kind of shows do you guys watch together
1: um i'll just put he doesn't watch stuff in portuguese which is kind of funny
0: he watched it in english
1: yeah because that's like I so I was able to go to the movie theaters in Brazil cuz it's like super common for them to just have subtitles um and not even like oh, go, really? they have so they have dubbed versions mm-hmm. and then they also have the the English version with just subtitles and I guess it's super common to just like watch the version with subtitles because obviously when it's dubbed like it changes the actor's voice. Mm-hmm. And so like he's
0: That fucks it up a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, so he's honestly more used to watching stuff in English. Um, I'm the one that puts stuff on in Portuguese and I'll just put like random shit on just to try to have it in the background to hear and listen to it. What
0: kind of shows you guys watch? Reality shows or what kind?
1: Um, I watch like everything. He hates when I put on like chick flicks, but I'll do it all the time. Or like the, any anybody who knows like all all the time around like the holidays, like Christmas, they'll come out with like cutesy little like Christmas stuff. I put that stuff on all the time.
0: He He's like, like, why it? are
1: you watching your girl shells? Like, cause I'm a girl. <laughs> I was like, just because I train and do all that stuff, I'm so very much a girl, dude.
0: I can't believe you guys have five other siblings. So what do they all do?
1: Um, So my older siblings were elite gymnasts. Um, They're not anymore. Um, So my sister just got... uh, She hasn't taken the board yet, but she just finished law school. Um, And then my three older brothers all work up on the North Slope where my dad does. So freezing. And then... David obviously is kind of juggling between MMA and Jiu Jitsu and the other two have no idea what they're doing. Nice. <laughs> they're still figuring it out.
0: You do you do much reading or listen to any podcasts or anything?
1: Not really. I'm if you look <laughs> at like my YouTube history, it's very much like what you expect a girl's YouTube like history to be. It's like story times, makeup, skincare. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh JX, did you see did you watch the fights this weekend? you didn't who what fought? the hell you did who fought I uh about, <laughs> i mean jared cannonier alex Caseras yeah, i didn't even watch them dude they were pretty good how's it been how's it been living with dal it's been cool i feel like we have opposite schedules so he's always gone during the day and i'm chilling like during the day and then by the time it's nighttime i come to training so mm-hmm. kind of opposite i only see him really like sometimes we'll have dinner together because he's got to work over 40 hours a week oh yeah he works at least minimum 40. fuck so do you think do you think when you're older uh, Liz do you want to own your own gym?
1: Uh uh probably not. Really? <laughs> how come? There's so much shit that goes into it. And I don't think people realize like how stressful owning and running a gym is and okay. also you're stuck. And I like traveling a lot. Maybe I'll, I'll feel differently, you know, like 15 20 years. Yeah. Uh maybe at that point I'm like I've traveled a lot. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um but like at this point in time thinking about it like no, oh, no. never. No, I used to want to. I was like, yeah, I'm going to open a gym and blah blah blah. blah. And then, like, seeing people running gyms and, like, being super close to people that, like, own and run gyms. I'm like, fuck that shit.
0: Yeah, for that, sure.
1: One, I'm stuck for, like, five to ten years at least. Yeah. I'm stuck. And that's if you have other instructors. But then there's a whole host of problems that come with having other instructors. Like, eventually, they're probably going to want their own gym. And 90% of your students are going to leave because they bonded with that instructor. And that's that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, like, and then you got to deal with all, all the everybody's always upset someone's always upset over something yeah like i deal with that enough as it is like from coaching and dealing with like parents and stuff like that no
0: because you're teaching kids right now
1: not right now um which i'm not gonna lie i miss teaching the kids but it's kind of nice to be able to just solely focus on myself so since i moved over here i haven't been teaching so for probably about six eight months um but i've taught for like almost the entirety of my the time i've been training Mm -hmm. so like nine years um there's so much shit that goes into it and like teaching is the easy part of it people don't like oh oh i just go and i teach No 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 first of all you have to deal with people and that's again that's still the easy part you have the taxes you got the business side you have everything that goes into it oh you somebody's getting married sucks to suck you don't have somebody to teach you're not going yeah or you're going to close the gym and people are rightfully so going to be pissed
0: yeah because some people go to uh they want to learn from the black belt exactly the the head guy
1: which is what they're paying for
0: yeah i I mean i feel bad for the people who open a gym and they're just trying to get people in the door Mm -hmm. like they can't even get to 20 members i think i did it right where i started in this mechanic garage where it was 900 dollars a month so three four members covered the rent and then we slowly moved up and now I mean it's crazy cuz within a year the memberships have doubled. i almost almost out to like 150 members. That's awesome. But I have Mariah who's so good at being on top of all the business stuff so I just get a focus on teaching my one class a day, sometimes two classes a day and then I got um some other instructors that are good. So I I don't it's not too stressful for me, mm-hmm. but I think I'm good at maybe dealing with the stresses. Yeah. Um and and I'm lucky enough too like COVID didn't fucking Fuck us. Which I just good. didn't even close. I closed for a month and then just kept it open and just told people to park park <laughs> away from the gym and then we'll all just sneak in. Yeah. And that worked out good. So what about Danilo? Does he want to open a He
1: does. A- he he wants to open a gym. And I told him, I was like, you can even throw my name on the front of the gym. I don't care. But guess who's still going to travel?
0: Yeah. Me. Yeah. I was
1: like, so you better be ready for that. I was like, because I'm not just, because most of the reason I don't want the school is because I don't want to be stuck. And I was like, so if you want the school, like, great. I was like, I had. I'm literally sponsored by a mat company. Like I can help you with all that stuff. Cause mats are freaking expensive as yeah. far as that. Like that's literally one of your biggest expenses. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll help you with all that. You can put my name on the front of it. <laughs> well, I am being stuck there. What, what
0: do you like about traveling? Just seeing new restaurants. Seeing- I
1: just love going to like see new places and experience that stuff. And like, I don't even, um, usually I don't even spend a lot of time when I go, like I'm there, go compete maybe spend like an extra day or two there. Just kind of looking around. Um, but, like, I, I enjoy getting to travel and just meet new people and just to, like...
0: See other cultures. Yeah,
1: exactly. See other cultures and experience that. And it's crazy me how many Americans, like, they don't travel.
0: Yeah, I think the reason... I, like, I don't mind traveling. Every time I do it, I'm like, ah, that was, that was all right. But I think the reason I don't like traveling is because my house setup is so... Like, I have my chili pad on my bed, <laughs> my perfect bed. I have... Uh, <laughs> I, I try to set my house up like a spa. Yeah. So then I leave and I'm like in some shitty hotel. I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to travel. But I used to be like that too. I used to be like, no, I want to travel a ton. But now, now I'm 32. Mm-hmm. It's not as much. I'm like, if, I, if I'm traveling, I, I want to get paid to be traveling.
1: Well, I don't travel without that. Yeah. So I don't, this goes back. I don't like spending money. Yeah. None of the trips, I don't think a lot of people, like none of the trips that I go on, they're either completely paid for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Or I'm they're paid for, and I'm being paid to yeah. be there, um, which is a you know a great benefit of the job that I have. Like mm-hmm. I get to go to the Bahamas, I get to go to like Costa Rica and stuff like that, and like my whole trip is paid for.
0: And then when you're doing seminars and stuff, do you does everyone want to roll with you after?
1: Mm-hmm, usually, do they
0: try to fuck you up?
1: Oh, for sure, they go so hard, and I zero like, to
0: hundred, huh? <laughs> like I'm gonna get hurt.
1: Even like I'll go with huge guys, and they're doing the same thing, and like I don't. I don't really, like, I understand it. Mm-hmm. You kind of have that thought and you're like, even, even if you're a black belt, if you don't see a lot of high level people, you're like, oh, this is my chance to like, I can prove that I'm good. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Like, I don't, if you do great, great. If you do bad, I'm, I'm not paying attention to that. Yeah. But I also know like the other side of it and like from seeing other people. So like people just go super hard and I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, the only time it was a problem is when I went and I did a seminar and I didn't roll with everyone this one because my leg was broken, uh, my arm was too. <laughs> so I wasn't even supposed to be training. I was up mm-hmm. there like teaching a summer. My leg was literally like the, like the smaller you. bone was completely broken. And then my arm was broken. And luckily the guy that I was up there teaching is actually one of my friends. And he was like, he's like, no, you're not training with everyone. You can train with that person, that person, that person, that person, he's like, so they're not gonna hurt you. I was like, okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, because, yeah, some of those seminars. I mean, you see like Hoffa Mendez and even Taquino, they have seminars with 50 people and they try yeah. to roll with every one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: fuck. No, I'll literally roll until people are either they, they stop it or um, like people quit asking because I'm not going to be the one that stops it. I get that. Like, when you pay for a seminar, you're not just paying for the moves, right? You're paying for the experience, you're paying to meet the person you're also paying for that opportunity to, you know, be able to roll with him. And it, it kind of bothers me when I'll see people that do seminars and they literally go teach a seminar and they leave. And dip. Yeah. Like you're not just there for, for that. Like you're there, Hey, people want to go out they want to go eat. They want to, what, like
0: talk to you. Exactly.
1: Go. You're literally being paid for that. Like you're not just being paid for those three hours. Mm-hmm. And if that's how you think, like you should tell people that beforehand when they're asking about seminars um because you're paying for the entire experience you're not just paying for those three hours of pure technique
0: yeah for sure so would you say your favorite app is instagram you do a good job of staying pretty busy on there
1: yeah instagram is basically the only thing i use um and i'm gonna be honest if i wasn't an athlete i probably wouldn't really (laughs) yeah the only reason i got instagram was because of that
0: yeah so do you have like a schedule or you just do whatever pops into your head
1: um, I basically try to just constantly be posting on my stories and then I try to post at least what um, I try to post once a day. Sometimes it like, kind of like I don't just because especially around like right before nogi Worlds, like I didn't post that much probably like the week before just because I'm busy training yeah. um, or like sometimes I'll just get into kind of like I think anybody does like it kind of funks and I'm like, mm, I'm posting like every other day instead of every day. But I just I try to generally just be active on it because it isn't just about like, Oh, I have a lot of followers. Great. Um, you need good engagement with it and, and all of that. That's, that's honestly the engagement's more important than, than anything.
0: Do you have a lot of freaks in there?
1: Oh, there's my messages are insane. (laughs) Honestly, comparatively, they're not as crazy as they used to be. Like I, (laughs) so it got so bad at one point that, um, there may or may not have been a group chat with some of my old teammates and I may or may not have sent screenshots and they may or may not have slid into those people's DMs then because they were being weird mm-hmm. and talking about uh, dicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like, I would literally send screenshots and be like, ha-ha, I'm going to go slide into this person's DMs. I was like, thank you, maybe they'll leave me alone. And, like, I've gotten, like, full-on, like, proposals. I've gotten...
0: Just f- proposals for like. This
1: is what I'm looking for, blah, 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 blah. I own this gym. I'll pay for you to be a a full-time athlete. You'll never have to worry about money again. I just want a faithful wife and this many kids. And I'm like, what Damn, the fuck? wifey? Damn, <laughs> wifey? Yeah. Like, and this isn't like a one-time thing. I've also gotten voice that I didn't listen to. This guy sent me a, a voice audio in Portuguese of like what he wanted to do. And I literally had some of my friends listen to it. And he's like, you want to know what it says? I was like, nope. Oh. And they literally went around the room and like everyone listened to it. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like no hello, no hi. Like they just start without, Or they'll be like this. I'm like, dude, you, you didn't even say hi. How are you first? You just sent a picture of your yeah. dick. Like
0: the Brazilians like to get freaky once
1: in a while. Dude, these are the Americans are the ones that send the dick pics. Really? Yeah.
0: I, I don't know what it is about these the guys sending that like.
1: I don't know what that I does.
0: I think it's very rare that a girl's like, fuck yeah, yeah. I, I want to really, see these dicks. Because if a girl wants to see a dick, she could see 150 exactly. to 200 a day.
1: Well, the thing is usually you want to see the dick because you either like, like the person or you like what you see. Like, it's not because of the dick. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not, they're not nice things to look at.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I honestly, sometimes I want to ask these guys, I want to be like, does that ever work? Like, I'm really curious. Does it ever work?
0: I can see it because like, you get horned up and your mind is just like it's different so you're if, not even thinking but it's different if you were girl.
1: already somewhat talking to a girl but when you just send a picture of your dick yeah like that's it that like one two three four five like bro you didn't even say hi like it was just like no, here's a dick
0: and it's probably because they don't have much interaction with girls, and they're just used to watching porn. Yeah, they're just used to watching porns, and they watch all these sluts on porn, and then they think that's what girls is like. Want Dude,
1: that's a whole problem in itself. Porn fucks up so many things. Well, think now
0: the kids are five, six, seven, eight. As soon as they're getting little boners, they're fucking able to look at porn. Yeah, I. It's gonna fuck them up royally.
1: It fucks so many. If you literally look at like the effects that porn has on on the mind, even like an adult mind, like it's not. There's like nothing good about it.
0: Oh my god especially reddit it's like holy hell
1: oh it's it's fucking everywhere too though it's not even just like where it used to be like oh you had to go like to a porn like it's everywhere
0: everywhere and anything you want for a young buck who's who their brains just still developing they're just still figuring out life figuring out how humans interact and they see that
1: wait a minute why do you think we have so many like fucked up relationships and stuff like that like because they don't know how to do literally the first thing they learn learn is literally porn Mm -hmm. and it's it's such a it's almost gone the other way where like it's taboo if you don't watch it
0: yeah like i've never watched porn ever in your life never wow what if you and danilio wanted to once
1: why why do you want to watch other people fuck when we can go do it ourselves
0: yeah that's true that's, that's true. what like
1: why is that what you get off of but what if
0: you guys are together for 10 plus years and you're like hmm, let's find it let's let's but start you can. explore a little bit and try to but
1: you can try new things with yourselves why do you need to start watching other people i personally i find it fucking weird yeah. why do you want to watch other people like have sex why is that what you want to watch
0: yeah and, and
1: especially I- when you're in a relationship like you literally have a person right there mm-hmm. and you want to watch not only like you want to see a, a naked girl like you want to see other people full on like fucking like why do you want to see that
0: yeah i think it's something in the guys' fucking brain it's something in our brain it's something about having like testosterone and balls and just something in our genetics to where it's like
1: i think it's society i don't think it's genetics
0: you think it's i think it's societal because i think i think in the past it was like pretty i think monogamy is a newer thing
1: but I, I think it's a societal thing, especially now, like you have polar opposites when it comes to stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the people that it's like, never, never, never. But then you also have the people it's like, well, you're fucking controlling if you think that.
0: Yeah. So if say say you and Danilio were dating for five, six years and you caught him watching porn or you-
1: caught I would him, leave him because he already knows it's not okay.
0: Really? What it's if you talked conversation? You about it?
1: But the thing is, we've already agreed that it's a boundary. And the thing is like, okay, open relationships aren't for me, however, I have respect for someone as long as you're doing it completely open communication right because the thing is you're still in agreement and that's the whole point of a relationship right everything is in agreement so it's not the fact that oh he watched porn yes that bothers me however it's the fact that he violated a boundary that he knew was was a boundary
0: that was your agreement it would be
1: the same thing kate let's say you have an open relationship you have an agreement you don't bring people in the house you brought a girl in the house Yes. Or, or a guy in the house, whatever. Like, you violated that boundary. Mm-hmm. And while to someone else, you sleeping with someone else because you have it at all would be, like, for me, that's completely out because you cheated. You violated a boundary. However, mm-hmm. if you have the agreement, it's fine. You just don't do it in the house. And you do it in the house, you violated that boundary. It's the exact yeah. same.
0: No, it makes 100%. So maybe down the road, if Danielle is like, hey, could we maybe put in a couple new agreements or are those etched in stone?
1: Uh, if you wanted to talk about it, but I'm going to be honest, I probably personally wouldn't be okay with it.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, like, for sure. I still have respect, even if we don't stay together. I still have respect that you went and talked to me about it instead of hiding it and, and lying. And I think that's one I of think, the biggest problems.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what 99, 95% of guys do.
1: Well, but the thing is, you can find a girl. The thing, And that's what I've told him. I was like, if you're not okay with what I want, that's fine. Like, you can find someone that's okay with it. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much find someone that's okay with whatever the hell you want. But the problem is, why are you lying just to get it? Because you want... Oh, I want this person. Well, they don't want that type of relationship, so I'm just gonna lie about it. Yeah. Like exactly. that's not okay.
0: Yeah, and I think it takes balls for a guy to bring that kind of stuff up. Because most of the guys, the easy way is to lie and just yeah. hide and cheat like every like fucking majority of people mm-hmm. do. But it takes balls to talk to your partner and yeah. bring up that those things. Well, but
1: that's how it should be. And even if it doesn't work out in the long run, like just because things are different and that's that's okay that things are different. Mm-hmm. There's literally people have it like well, only guys want to fuck around. There's plenty of girls that want to fuck around too. Why can't you just be honest about it? And then you find a girl that wants to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, was, I started the new episode, new season, just watched the first episode of Too Hot to Handle. I think that's what it is. Too Hot to Handle. And they, they purposely find the girls that are just horned up college <laughs> girls looking to fuck. And then they put them in this house yeah. and say, you guys cannot do anything. If you yeah. kiss or if you do anything, then that's money off your check. Mm-hmm. So there is girls out there like that.
1: But there's plenty. That's the thing. You can find someone for like, whatever type you want you can find someone for it the problem is you get the like the guys and women too just the same that they're like well i want this exact person but i also want this other thing that i know they're not okay with so i'm just gonna hide it like i don't and then you're gonna sit there and say you love the person no you you, you don't you're just selfish and yeah. disrespectful honestly
0: and eventually i mean eventually you always get caught exactly it's gonna come down
1: either one of the girls or guys is gonna message your significant other they're gonna find something like it's not it comes out eventually the question is when Mm -hmm. and and then you've ruined everything like it's just a matter of time
0: what's the longest you've dated a guy
1: um me and daniela and we're going on like two and a half years oh that's pretty good yeah
0: how'd you guys meet
1: training and neither one of us liked each other at first. He
0: slid in the DMs?
1: Yeah, he did, actually. And he'll literally, if you ask him, he's like, no, I didn't. I was like, yeah, you did. You literally messaged me. And this isn't the first time he messaged me. Um, but we're, like, training together. And he messaged me with, like, because I posted a picture. I was like, I need to get a haircut. And he, like, found this headband at the gym because he was staying at the gym and, like, pulled his hair back. And he's like, I need a haircut, too. And I'll still tease him about that all the time. He's like, shut up. <laughs> i was like yeah
0: i think it's harder for brazilians too that when that was their main that was their first language to flirt american
1: well he didn't speak english oh. when we got there he didn't speak english damn like google translate uh-huh. like i'm not he didn't speak english That's so it's pretty funny
0: that is funny uh yeah i mean the the relationship stuff i love talking about it I mean so many people so many people do not communicate with their partner they don't have the Mm -mm. balls to communicate with their partner
1: but i I think that's a lot of
0: (sighs) and if that's your best friend yeah
1: why can't you just talk to them Should be able to talk to them but i think a lot of people don't date their best friend i think they date someone that they want or they don't even want the person they like the idea of them i think a lot of people who they date Is not their friend. It's not anything. They're like, I like the idea of this person, which is also then why they cheat because it's not actually the person they want. They like the idea of the person, but they don't like everything that goes into it
0: yeah for sure it's fucking complicated though i mean it's not like oh yeah just communicate and it's easy it's
1: oh like, no it's not easy at all fuck
0: like emotions are going to be brought up there's going to be a lot of shit going on but god it always turns out better if you end up communicating yeah. maybe you fight maybe you get their emotions fired up you get your emotions fired up you hate it you just sit in it but then you talk through it try to see it from their point of view they try to see it from your point mm-hmm. of view and start to come to agreement and then you just your your relationship step to another level yeah. after you do that
1: well, I yeah. think like if you ask most girls, um, the thing about cheating that hurts the most isn't the cheating. It's the fact of the lying. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I had this idea and like this wasn't the reality.
0: Yeah. And I,
1: I think that's a lot of things that guys are like, no, no, no. I, I don't want to tell her because I only did it once.
0: And I didn't well, care they, about the girl.
1: Exactly. That makes it worse when they're like, she didn't mean anything. I'm like, so our relationship meant that little to you that you like the a girl that meant nothing to you. You went and fucked like
0: oh, the hell. So, I know. It's like. <laughs> When guys get horny, they're so fucking stupid. Like, so stupid.
1: Oh, completely. But you also can then be honest about it, even if you fuck up. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that they're like, well, it was a one-time thing? Well, it doesn't matter. You did something that you weren't supposed to that was in an agreement. And
0: then I found you, out.
1: Yeah, you, you should tell the other person. It shouldn't be a thing that like, well, now I have to go and find out or something. Like, you just tell them. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever, sorry to switch subjects here, but have you ever had a match with Mackenzie Dern?
1: No. We were supposed to fight uh, for at ADCC when I got hurt.
0: I wonder if who's number one would ever set that up. I wonder if she, Maybe. I wonder if she would ever even do but it. Even.
1: I don't, I think the finding a, uh, a weight class that we could both fight because I won't go lower than 140. And she fights like 115. Yeah. But then again, fighting MMA weight is different than Jiu Jitsu too.
0: Yeah, it probably wouldn't really make sense for her to against you right now when yeah. you're in your prime or getting close to your prime i mean not even close to your prime 30 is going to be your prime yeah. <laughs> like that's a long ass time so do you plan on doing all the next adccs too
1: that's the goal um but you know we'll see you never know if you're going to get that invite or not and
0: how would you not get the invite
1: i don't know but they they do their invites how they like to do their invites so you never yeah. know
0: yeah because they get they don't do it really based off IBGF. i mean they say they don't
1: but they don't they they have their people that they invite back every year. And then, especially for the women, it's hard, though, because then you only have, like, one or two extra invites.
0: Was it pretty sweet uh, competing in the Thomas Mac when there was a huge crowd?
1: That was crazy. I it, it was awesome competing there, but it was crazy trying to, like, even just go to the bathroom because the bathroom was, like, a little far away. And there's so many people. I got stopped, like, 10 to 15 times every time I wanted to go. Yeah. That like one of the times when I had to go to the bathroom, I literally like put my hood down and I was like, walk fast, walk fast. Because uh-huh. you don't get stopped just like once. Like if you get stopped.
0: Everyone sees it.
1: And then there's a line. Yep. And I'm not like, there's literally a line forming. And I'm I'm not, I think a, a lot of athletes don't, or some athletes don't feel bad like being like, no, I, I can't, I can't do it.
0: I know it's so fucking hard. I, and especially with Shug too, it's like, dude, you could dress a little bit more low key. And if you don't dress low key, don't be pissed when there's lines of people want to get pictures.
1: Well, that's, I know if I get stopped or if I stop, there's going to be a line for it. Mm-hmm. If I keep walking, if I don't get stopped, I'm okay. But I know if I get stopped or I, I like, I'm looking up and I'm looking around, like someone's going to stop me. Yeah, like, and I that kind of event. Exactly. Especially when it's like that, like they're all there to watch to just and, and for those athletes,
0: Who's been your favorite person to kind of watch jujitsu wise, girl or boy?
1: I don't watch jujitsu.
0: There's even <laughs> growing up or anything, you don't even watch um,
1: it? I liked Mackenzie Dern, but I'm going to be honest, or not Mackenzie, sorry, uh, Michelle Nicolini. But even then, I really still didn't watch that much. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I think my ADHD won't let me. Um, like even when I watch movies, I'm usually on my phone too.
0: So there's not any positions that you're like, hmm, I want to I figure out this position, or never, huh? no so you train and then you shut your mind off of jujitsu when you go home
1: um i'm always dealing with stuff like on my phone responding to people that type of stuff dealing with uh contract seminar stuff like that so it doesn't really get shut off when i go home well when it comes to just but as far, as far as training yeah, yeah. i uh, mean that's pretty good maybe i'll rewatch a match or two of mine and be like oh i should have done that there oh i actually did that because sometimes like for me i do stuff that i've never done before in competition sometimes that i'm like i don't even know why i did that but it worked
0: just fuck just <laughs> did it yeah that's how i mean that's just being a good athlete i think that's how sugar is too he does shit he sees it once maybe or he just randomly does it he doesn't even know he's doing it i'm like mm-hmm. oh you set that up here with this and he's yep, like, yep that's me oh, i didn't even know that
1: because you will tell me he would be like i like when you did this and then you did that and i was like i did what
0: it's natural it's yeah. pretty sweet
1: Um, the only time i get like new things in is when somebody else watches a video and then they'll like bring it in and want to drill it and then i'll watch it there to be like oh it's here 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 and here to like help with the drilling um but aside from that like i don't i don't follow anything jujitsu unless like i follow like some of my friends stuff like that so who kind of
0: who kind of really taught you that like that honey hole position who really broke that down for you and taught you that
1: I had a my professor back up in Alaska kind of taught me a lot of it but a lot of it's me just kind of playing with it too. So like yeah there were drills but a lot of the stuff in my game um like obviously started at a base point from somebody showing me.
0: Mm-hmm. And you then you start exploring it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of stuff I'll do that I'm that's like nobody ever showed me any of it. Um so yeah that one he he kind of helped me with the leg locks. I, I did leg locks even before I got there. Um uh, but he just kind of helped me sure up some stuff and then but what's funny is we actually if we we do very similar things we're used to now probably not so much the same um but everything is still different even within that
0: yeah it's crazy how much fucking jujitsu is changing and shit you see mika galvo and like those rotolo Mm -hmm. brothers it's like holy
1: fuck they do crazy shit too
0: they do fucking crazy shit and they're only 19 years old it's like what the fuck those brothers if they stick to it I, i i bet you those guys end up moving to mma but i feel like if they stick with it they'd they could pass up gordon but it's like gordon gordon's okay he's the greatest in nogi but those boys are gi and no yeah, they gi. there's do both. something special about the gi and nogi it's like damn
1: well because it's it's hard you basically lose 50 not you lose 50 percent of your high competition training because like yeah you're still training and yes they still go hand in hand however they are slightly different and because of that like Okay. I still, I train both. However, I would not do a high level, no gi competition. And then a high level gi competition a week later, because I just won't be at my peak for either one of them mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm splitting it. It's just not, they're close, but you can't competing both. High level is really difficult because they're, super close but they're just different enough that it makes a difference
0: yeah that's what those rutola rollers are make it interesting because they they almost bring that nogi style to their mm-hmm. gi just break grips and they're just yep. scrambling the whole time too it's fucking sweet
1: so yeah no, they're always fun to watch
0: all right liz thank you so much for coming on the girls will uh, i mean girls everyone will love it thank you so much
1: yeah,
0: thank you um all right ladies and gentlemen what a beautiful show please like and subscribe if you enjoy it we'll have a new show every week See you guys next week. Bye-bye.